When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Mr. Bassett, good to see you. How are you, sir? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? I am fine, sir. Stephen, nice to meet you. Nice to be on your show. It's, I'm just adapting to this particular format. Uh, there's so many different ways now that, that, that things are being broadcast and Zoomed and so forth. But I'm There learning. we go. Well, you're in good hands. Everything's going to be fine. It'll be very relaxed and conversational, very interested in getting to learn about you and, and, and what makes you tick. So maybe that's where we, we could start. How do you describe what it is you do when people ask? I'm a political activist. I have been now for 26 years. And my, uh, my issue is the uh, U.S. government's and its allies' position on the extraterrestrial issue. Uh, uh, they have embargoed, I call it the truth embargo, from the American people and the world's people for 75 years now. Um, the fact that we are, in fact, not alone, and we, that we have an extraterrestrial presence engaging us, that they have bodies and they have craft, which they've been researching in the deepest classified systems. Um, it was it, it, the view of the United States government in the, in the late 1940s and 50s that this information uh, simply was not something that they wanted to provide at that time. National security reasons prevented it, justifiably so. They had craft, they had bodies, they had no idea what, what to expect. They had a, a, a essentially a nuclear arms race just starting and the potential for World War III being quite uh, significant. And so they decided we'll classify this until uh, an appropriate time. What they didn't expect or know was that we wouldn't have a World War III, we would have a 44-year Cold War in which we would uh, develop 80,000 nuclear weapons and be on the edge of total annihilation every day of that period. And then after uh, the Cold War ended, we took a bit of a break and then started Cold War II. Uh, and so for national security reasons, the government has refused to acknowledge the ET presence. Okay. Uh, even though the evidence for that is amassed and millions of people know this. However, that is changing literally right now. That's fascinating. So we'll definitely touch on the evidence in a moment there. But something that struck me there when you were talking was the um, the time scale and the word government. If the government are suppressing this information, I suppose my my initial thought is how is it possible for um, subsequent subsequent governments with conflicting political ideologies, agendas, goals to have that level of cooperation between each other for so long to suppress this information? It's a complex, um, very complex equation. H how did the truth embargo succeed? It's an extraordinary accomplishment. History will 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 marvel at it, admire it. Uh, but the short answer is that uh, the decision to, first of all, the short answer is this issue is of profound importance. In other words, it's not some trivial matter. Uh, and so there's so much gravitas attached to it that all nations, I think, view it as um, a matter for serious consideration. Second point, the truth embargo was formulated between 47 and 53. That's when it kind of came together and got launched. At the time that was happening, all of our allies regarding World War II were absolutely 
on board. In other words, whatever we wanted to do regarding just about anything, our allies were on board. We were a very uh, popular nation in the late 1940s for obvious reasons. And um, we also were the only nuclear power until the Russians finally started testing their weapons. And so I think when these governments, our allies were approached by our government, look, let's, we want, we do not want this out to the extent that any nation knew, and there were several that did, we don't want this out, including the UK, by the way, UK knew right away. Uh, and they went along fine. Sure. You, you, you are, you defeated the Axis powers. You are the number one bulwark between us and the Soviet threat, whatever you want. And so that was the basis for the beginning of the truth embargo. Now, at the same time, the Russia knew, the Soviet Union knew about the, the ET events in Roswell pretty quickly. Uh, and then China eventually knew. I think they were behind the curve. China was in a rather si uh, difficult situation at the time. At the so when, but when China, communist China and the Soviet Union essentially figured out or knew that the ET presence was real, they made the same decision. They were not going to acknowledge it to their people, but not, not for the same reason as the American allies in the West, meaning not because, oh, we, we, we will go along with whatever the United States wants because you are the great power. Uh -uh. The reason that communist China and the Soviet Union decided to embargo as well is because they viewed this truth, this information as a direct threat to their autocratic rule. Meaning uh, we, we run our countries by complete control of the worldview of our people, what they think, what they believe. And this is, this is not going to be something that's going to help. And so we are going to embargo it as well. And so if the UK, the United States, communist China and the Soviet Union, as well as most of the other allies uh, made the decision that this will remain embargoed, that is the key answer to your question. How? It is still embargoed 75 years later. It just feels as well like, I mean, I've just to lay my cards out and let you know where I am on this. When I was younger, you know, early adulthood, teenage years, I was utterly fascinated with UFOs and stories of alien abductions, big, you know, hugely influenced by the X-Files. I think I, I want to believe is what I'm trying to say to you. And obviously life happens, you get a bit older, you get a bit more jaded and skeptical. And I'm I'm completely open-minded uh, to the possibility of extraterrestrial life out there. I actually think aliens, on the balance of probability, do exist out there. Where I have my doubts and what I don't necessarily believe is that we've been visited. So I suppose, I mean, I was trying to get a, uh, an idea of where you sit on this, and you mentioned Roswell there. So I'm assuming you do you view that as the, the point of first contact with the, the human race? Not first contact. We have no idea when first contact. Uh, logically, ETs have probably been coming and going for as long as you want to go back in history. Uh, and there's there's a significant amount of evidence for that. But pr producing, uh, examining and confirming ancient contact is one thing. Modern is another. The uh, Roswell event is absolute fact. Um, my attitude about this subject with people is very simple. Everyone will arrive at the confirmation of this issue in their own mind, in their own time. I don't, I don't push people. I'm not trying to persuade people or argue people into it. Uh, but I have enough knowledge about this. I have dealt with it for 26 years. So for what it's worth, let me assure you, it is an absolute certainty. There's an extraterrestrial presence. Roswell is an absolute certainty of being a crash vehicle of non-human origin. And that is when with certainly the U S government knew that they, they were being engaged and actually had technology. There are a number of reasons to think the government had knowledge and certainly suspicions prior to July 47. Uh, and they may have, but those things were held very tightly. And we may eventually learn about that. But 
once the press release was put out by the Army Air Force Base in, in July of 1947, the game was afoot. And so I operate and everything I do with respect to media, with respect to uh, uh, my projects and so forth, I operate from a very basic position. The extraterrestrial presence in is absolute fact. My work is not about proving it to anybody. It is about providing the information to institutions like certainly journalism, like the political class about this so they can finally take the appropriate action that they should have taken seven decades ago. And fortunately, they are in fact now taking that action, which is why a confirmation of this ET presence from most likely the American government is very close at hand. Uh, well, and so, I mean, I, I will pick up on that point in a minute, I suppose, because I, I, I'm interested in, I suppose, three points. So I, it feels to me like maybe you have a slightly more uh, slightly more faith in governments than I do. I, I don't think governments are capable of suppressing information of that magnitude. I, I tend to find governments, like most humans, fairly incompetent. You know, to, you know three people can keep, keep a secret if two of them are dead kind of mentality and not only that you're you're telling me it's actually a global government intergovernment conspiracy to suppress the truth so i suppose my first question on that is who, who benefits from suppressing that i mean you could you i mean it, it could be a way to be you know more nationalistic to say there is life out there we all have a common threat now we can use this as a rallying call to put in certain uh, political pet projects it could be used to the advantages of governments in that sense hmm a lot, lot to cover there. Uh, first of all, it's not a conspiracy. It never has been. The embargo of the, of the ET presence was a national security policy uh, pursued by the United States and by the United Kingdom and other nations. National security policy. Forgive me. That's them now. Um, um, so it's not a conspiracy. Secondly, while it's fashionable uh, in these times to uh, talk about how incompetent government is and they can't do this and they can't do that. Uh, I don't share that. Uh, the fact is, is that uh, the governments of this world are, are very competent and capable of doing a lot of things. They now may make us, they, they make mistakes. They may not always make us happy, but to assume that they're incompetent and can't do anything. Well, this would be a mistake on the part of any citizen. Thirdly, I can assure you the United Kingdom has got all kinds of secrets all kinds of classified stuff that would blow your mind. And you will learn about that when the United Kingdom decides to tell you and not anytime sooner, all right? It's that simple, all right? And because they're able to do that is why, and the United States as well, is why the United States and the United Kingdom are still viable governments in the modern era. They have massive intelligence capabilities, massive technology, they're able to spy, they're able to do what they have to do in order to protect uh, the UK and US interests. And they've done a pretty good job. We haven't had a world war. We should have, but we haven't. That doesn't mean we won't have one next week. All right. And so I invite people not to underestimate the capabilities of their government while being very scrutinous of what those governments do. All right. So I don't have that problem. I understand government relatively well. Uh, as far as the fourth point, the truth embargo is a massively significant policy even more significant than the, the, the development of nuclear weapons in the Manhattan Project. They went to great lengths to classify the Manhattan Project and they did pretty well, given the fact that almost everybody in the country didn't know about it, even though 200,000 people were working on that project, all right? But eventually it came out. This issue is much easier to classify than the Manhattan Project, which required, as you say, massive facilities, 200,000 employees. 
and it's considered far, far more important than the development of nuclear weapons. This is the most significant, profound issue the human race has ever addressed, period. Nothing else is even in the ballpark. And so these nations have made the decision that we're just simply not going to rock the boat here. They have deferred to the United States as the nation, at least in terms of the West, that will decide about this. Uh, Russia, Soviet Union and China will make their own decisions whenever they will, and they could announce tomorrow. All right. And the reason they've gone along is because they understand how significant it is. They realize the implications and the security implications. And, and so no government has really said we're going to stand up and, and, and raise our hand and say, oh, I know. A lot of those countries, if they were to do that, nothing would come from it. Right. Uruguay could announce tomorrow. Yes, there's an extraterrestrial presence. No one would care. And so they understand this, not to mention the fact that, again, these nations, these other nations, which you say are conspiring with us, depend upon the United States to defend them against the Soviet nuclear threat and the Chinese nuclear threat. And so this idea that they're going to get in our face and cause us problems. No. Also, we have enormous economic influence in this world. A lot of these nations are very much dependent upon uh, our economic engagement. And so to be clear, we still the big dog on the porch. And this issue is one of those issues you just don't poke that dog. Now, there are other areas where they do, and that's fine. But until you understand, until, until someone grasps the magnitude and implications of the extraterrestrial presence and what it will mean to acknowledge that presence to the world, then they would kind of understand why a lot of, how you say, lesser nations, I won't include the UK in that, <laughs> have decided, hey, whatever, whatever you want to do when you want to do it, okay, it's your call, guys. Okay, so I mean, I'm very interested in, in discussing. I mean, if we're harking back to Roswell, you mentioned there is the abundance of evidence for contact with extraterrestrials. What sort of things can you point to 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 help convince the you know the die-hard skeptic that Roswell was a significant extraterrestrial incident? Aside from the fact it's been researched for seventy years, that scores and scores of books have been written about it, researchers have interviewed somewhere in the range of 400 to 500 witnesses, mm -hmm. many of which were there at the time, or the family members of those that were there at the time, as all, also other documents that have turned up in the various research. I mean, aside from all of that, right, which would be absolutely conclusive, except the government has said all along, no, 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 no. It was a weather balloon. It was a weather balloon. Don't you believe me? Don't you believe me? If the government wasn't doing that, let me tell you, this would have been decided 50, 60 years ago. Uh, I would recommend one book. If you just want to cut to the chase, right, assuming you have a reasonably open mind, all you have to do is read the book by Don Schmidt and Thomas Carey called Witness to Roswell. It is the summum bonum of a number of research uh, efforts they've done and several books they had done previously. Witness to Roswell is a slam dunk. You read that book, and if you still think Roswell was a weather balloon, it's cool with me, man. Again, <laughs> as I say, everybody figures this out in their own time. I am not in the arguing business. I'm not in the persuasion business. I am in the activist business to get government to do the right thing. And others participate when they are uh, of a mind to do so. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Okay, so I suppose another question as well. So uh, back in, I mean, you mentioned all, all these eyewitnesses and all these testimonies. Th- these were all so rife throughout the 40s, uh, 50s and 60s and 70s and often tied in with popular culture, science fiction novels, you know, TV shows, movies, things like that. And since we've become a society that practically has a CCTV camera pointed everywhere at any time, not to mention most citizens have a camera phone in the pocket the we've since seen the decline of you know ufo captured footage people eyewitness testimonies things like that it feels to me very much like ufos sightings especially ufo mania was of a certain period and doesn't seem to be that prevalent nowadays i just wonder if you have any particular thoughts on that i completely disagree uh the number of sightings that have taken place is in the millions upon millions the numbers that have been reported to various entities is in the hundreds of thousands. The number of sightings in the last five years has increased dramatically. There's a lot of different footage and this and that that has turned up. The government has all kinds of footage of, of uh, UAP that they're sitting on because of the truth embargo. But in 2017, for the very first time, uh, they released three gun camera clips of UAP intercepts. These were just simply short versions of mm-hmm. the longer version. The most famous is the Tic Tac. The UK government has thousands of those gun camera footages in its vaults, which I'm afraid is not available for you to witness right now. We have thousands. Every nation in the world that has a sophisticated modern air force going all the way back to the 40s and 50s, right, have been intercepting and, and, and videoing UAP during those intercepts as part of their national security and protection of their airspace. Those clips immediately go into a vault. Because to put those clips out, like was done in 2017, say 150 of those were released, right, would end the truth embargo. And the policy is the truth embargo stands. Eventually, these clips will turn up and you will see them. In terms of the public arena, yeah, there have been videos turn up, uh, clips turn up. I mean, clips, but uh, photos, uh, they're not easy to get. Uh, It's not so easy to just film a UAP craft, I can assure you. Uh, but uh, in terms of the sightings, in terms of the interest, in terms of the reporting and so forth, it's never been greater. But it was always significant. Again, the number of accounts of, of people engaging this phenomena is in the millions worldwide. Why it seems to focus on like the United States and maybe the UK and elsewhere, because we have a more advanced society. We have more technology, more cameras, more this, more that. But I assure you, there are people seeing these craft and have been seeing these craft in every nation on Earth since the 1940s. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure whether I, I misheard you before as well, but did you also claim that we we actually have alien bodies as a result of the Roswell crash as well? Yes. What, what sort of... It, uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, people saw them. People were... They were, inter- they were interviewed by researchers and they provided the accounts of seeing them. Not one person, not two people, quite a few people. And these accounts basically were corresponded well. And we have a really good picture of Roswell. 
read the witness to Roswell. It's all right there. And you can read 10 others if you want to. Right. Uh, so that's that's the example. Now, now the, the government then sequestered those bodies and they've been sequestered ever since. So you know, the government will eventually talk, talk about that. But a lot of work was done to get the accounts. We have the research. We have the accounts. Some of it is deathbed testimony. I could go on and on. OK. Yeah. It, 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 in any other subject, this kind of evidence would be a slam dunk, period. The only reason it isn't is that the UK government and the United States government for national security reasons has told you and your fellow citizens over and over and over again, there's no there there. Is it, is right? it not, it's not, is it not yes. more maybe that the evidence that you keep offering up is, is 100% anecdotal? It's people saying they saw something, which is a sort of quality of evidence you could pretty much find for any phenomenon from, you know, ghosts, Elvis, Bigfoot, I... <laughs> fairies. Look, forgive me, but mermaids. Putting, 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 putting this subject and what has been done and researched on it in the area of Elvis would be like putting quantum mechanics in the area of Elvis. Meaning, why do we believe the rather exotic uh, information and conclusions that is coming from the study of quantum mechanics? Because it is pretty unusual uh, when it's pretty much just like Elvis Presley. Forgive me, sir, but it is nowhere in the ballpark of that. Again, what you and everybody else has to do one way or another is eventually realize that what you understand about this issue has been massively influenced by probably the most significant, effective propaganda campaign any group, nation or group of nations has ever conducted, namely you can't really believe this. You, you, we don't want you to know this or certainly be convinced about it. So we're going to tell you it's not there. It didn't happen. It was a weather balloon. It was this. It was that. OK, I have talked to people in our own government privately who have said matter of factly, there's an extraterrestrial presence. I know research have had the same thing told to them. Can we just put that in front of you? No, we can't. All we can do is tell you what we know, what we've learned, what the research is. I've got a wall of books over here. It's like three, 400 books. Okay. Who has the time to read all those? Okay. I'm an activist. My job is to say, here is what's happened. Here is where we need to go. My job is not to go out and say, everybody get those books. Everybody look at the videos, do your own research, spend the next five years. No. Right. I, I have a sense that quantum mechanics is valid. Have I had the opportunity to study quantum mechanics for 10 years? No. So again, one of the reasons that uh, uh, disinformation and, and propaganda works is that the government is in the position to make statements that carry immediate authority. And the average citizen, the only way to challenge that is to do massive personal research on their own. People can't do that. They've got lives to lead, families to raise. And so they accept the government's position, per, uh, position verbatim because that's the way things normally would be. And that's okay, except... When governments choose to lie, and God knows they're good at it, and, 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 and emit propaganda, such as what Russia is, doing, Russia is doing now with respect to what's happening in Ukraine, in which they've created a massive propaganda campaign to convince most of the Russian citizens that what is happening is not happening. When governments choose to do that, there are consequences. It always is generally works out badly. Now, with respect to the ET issue, it's not the same thing as, 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 as creating propaganda about a war like Ukraine. Right. 
But the implications and consequences of the truth embargo and ET issue are in fact profound and significant. And historians will spend a lot of time writing about what might have happened if the United States government had simply told the truth, even as far back as 1947. Had they done so, had the US government done so, and it almost came out anyway because of the press release, I assure you the world you're living in today would be far, far different. And I believe far better. Do you have any hope for that reality? Not in terms of exposing the government, but the government themselves declassifying a lot of this information, opening up and actually having an honest discussion about what you believe they possess. The disclosure of the extraterrestrial presence, which is the formal confirmation by heads of state and nations of ET presence, could happen at any time. The last five years has been transformatory, um, trans transformative. Uh, in the last few years, what has happened is the United States government finally, and the United States Congress is finally engaging the issue seriously, meaning legitimately. We, we've had legislation passed on three consecutive years. We've got seven or eight members of Congress that have come out on this. A, a, uh, a, a proper organization has been set up in the DOD to, uh, to uh, uh, quote, uh, track this phenomenon and deal with it. Everything is coming together. We've already had one basic hearing. Soon we're gonna have hearings for military witnesses, particularly the nuclear weapons tampering witnesses in front of the top intel committees. And when that happens, and those hearings will be watched by tens of millions of people around the world, will probably be within weeks, if not months, from the confirmation by President Biden. Uh, another, another head of state, such as Putin or Xi Jinping, might step in, but if they don't, then the confirmation has come from President Biden. It could happen this year. There's a lot that may prevent that because, as you know, it's all hell breaking loose these days. It's one thing after another. Uh, and the politics in the United States has sunk to the depths. But, but technically, this is a nonpartisan issue. And at any time, we could see those hearings and we could see disclosure of the ET presence. We are in the final weeks and months of this 75-year truth embargo. In due course, the world is going to finally learn that actually the extraterrestrials are here and we do have technology and we're sorry we couldn't tell you sooner. That's how close we are. So just looking at some questions from the chat as well, varying views there. Uh, somebody's asked, how credible are those that claim to have been contacted? So obviously we've, we've a, a stream of alien abduction accounts, uh, you know, crop circles, uh, you know, these jokes about probing, things like that. How, how much stock do you put in those accounts? Let me be first preface my, my answer by saying that the contact phenomena, which is probably the most difficult and, and very much central to the ET reality, is not going to be part of this political process leading to disclosure. It's going to be off to the side, waiting in the wings, as it were, and that's fine. However, I talked about it for years and have no problem talking about it. It's just not something I'm gonna shove in the face of a member of Congress if I sit down with them tomorrow, all right? Let me be, again, very emphatic. There have been hundreds of thousands of reports in writing or email to researchers by contactees, hundreds of thousands. Many, many hundreds have been studied extensively uh, to provide those accounts in books and so forth over the last 30 years, all right? Um, 
these these reports that have come into the researchers are are from people without any expectation of fame or money. They're simply responding to the fact that they've read a book, they've seen this, and then they're writing to the research and saying, look, this is what happened to me. I'm familiar with a lot of those. I'm, I have talked with many scores of contactees, and I can say with absolute confidence that the fundamental reports, not every report, I assure you, and some are made up completely, but the fundamental evidence being brought forward by these contactees is 100% certain. In other words, they are having contact with ETs. It is generally not invited. It is a it is a force majeure command performance. There is an agenda here. We know something about that agenda. If you read the books and the research, you start to get an idea, right? Do we know all? We do not. Uh, the total number of contacts, these are in, in this planet right now, based upon my assessment of the overall evidence, is probably in the millions. It could even be in the tens of millions. I mean, that sounds like an extraordinary statement, but it is what it is, okay? What can I say? The ETs are pretty advanced. They have a lot of capabilities. They can do a lot of things. And if those things that they do challenge our worldview or like, no, nah, there's no way that could happen, I'm sorry, okay? They're interstellar traveling beings, right? And so don't be shocked at what they're capable of. Uh, and one of the things they're capable of is having direct contact with humans on their own terms for their own reasons. That is going on. But we will not get confirmation of that until we have had fundamental disclosure of the ET presence. But then in a not too long a time after that, they're going to drop that ball too, meaning we told you about the ET presence. We've given you some information. We've declassified some files and so forth. And now we want to go a little further. Yes, there is contact between ETs and humans. This is not open contact. This is, I guess you could say, clandestine contact. Open contact will come, I believe. I'm going to guess two years. But for all the contactees out there that are listening and going, you know, it would be nice if my experience could be validated. I don't think you're going to have to wait that much longer. I suppose the thing that fascinates most people on this, and you've mentioned there's a lot of accounts of us recovering alien bodies from Roswell. What on earth does an extraterrestrial look like? What are some of the key defining physical features? Well, not surprisingly, given that how many people have been experienced contact, I mean, a huge number, some of those people, well, they come from all, all professions, all lifestyles. I mean, you've got military people, scientists, the cashier at the local grocery store. Not surprisingly, some of these people are artists. They're fine artists. They can draw and they can paint. And what they've done when they have memories, either conscious or reclaimed through hypnosis, they've actually drawn them. In other words, this is what I saw. Uh, and so as a result, we have a pretty good idea of what the, the fundamental group engaging us looks like. There's about five, six, seven types. And if you want to know what they look like, Google extraterrestrial types, right? Put it in, hit the image option, and then start scanning it. And after a while, you'll start to see a consistency. I mean, I don't have, I'm not in position now to pull up what I consider one of the best renditions, but there are several out there that, that show all six or seven of them in the, same, in the same painting or the same drawing. So we actually know what they look like from drawings, from actual drawings of individuals who were in their presence and then, and then uh, represented it later. Again, 
you're not going to read about that in the New York Times. Uh, but those that have been studying this field for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years are fully aware of that. And so I invite your, your viewers to go online, Google extraterrestrial types, hit, hit image button, and then scroll to your heart's content. You will get a pretty good idea what they look like. Steve, so, I mean, uh, the time frame you mentioned before, you've, you've got some positive kind of predictions on this that you think maybe within two years this will be revealed to us either um the hand will be forced or the government will be forced to let us disclosure capital d disclosure confirmation by governments heads of state that they are here could come in weeks or months i believe and it's my personal assessment and it's it's definitely i'm i'm grabbing right here i believe that open contact could follow that within a couple of years all right and by the way, um, there's a link that you may have put up in your feed that I want to mention to people. It, it, if you're looking for a, a fast track to getting a sense of just what's happening without having to go read 300 books on the subject, go to paradigmresearchgroup.org, my main website. You got to learn how to spell paradigm, though. <laughs> big term. It's going to be a big term. But a sneaky country. G in there, wasn't it, unfortunately? Yeah, sneaky G, paradigm research group. And then go to resources. And then, and then slide on down to print media archive. Punch on through until you get to the print media archive. What you're going to find there is 12,000 linked articles from mainstream media. New York Times, Washington Post, Chicago, Times of London, and all of your news tabloids, which are actually perfectly good newspapers. They're not like our tabloids, which are crap, right? We're talking the Star, the Daily News, the Daily Express, all of those. They're legitimate papers. They have covered this issue extensively, and the coverage is basically accurate. There's so, but there's 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 English language coverage from all over the world. Twelve thousand articles. Just focus on the ones in the last five years. All right. Go back to October of 2017 and start reading the mainstream media coverage of this issue. And by the time you finished all 2,000 of those articles, you will have a very good understanding of what's happening, why I think what I think, a good understanding of where governments are, where the media is, and you will see a rapid learning curve and escalation that surpasses everything that had happened previously from 1947 to 2017. All right. Okay. So in well, other words, Ash, our producers, our producers put them links in the chat for people if they want to. They want to follow that particular thread and and uh, learn some stuff. Steve, I want to thank you for giving your time today. I'm, I'm I have to admit I'm not convinced, but I sincerely hope you are right because that would be one of the most exciting and wonderful things to happen uh, to humanity uh, ever. So uh, I wish you all the best, and and hopefully in two years you can come back and say I told you so. Oh, there's a lot of developments coming, so don't hesitate to have me back sooner than that. <laughs> Happy to come on anytime and help inform your viewers. I've been to the UK many times. I love London, uh, and uh, it's always great to chat with my, my UK friends. Wonderful, Steve. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. All right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.